horror movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grinding Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Hey, I'm your host, Seth, and I'm here with Movie So Bad They're Good. And today we're going to be talking about the 1980 Shining. This Shining, one of the most terrible movies ever made, directed by some boring guy who's probably dead in a trash can or in a gutter somewhere who gives a shit. Um, this movie was starring Jack Nichol- Nicholson, Nicholas, Nicholsonless, I don't care, uh, Shelley Duvall, Danny Lloyd, Scott, Scotland Cothers. And um, you might have noticed Joe Rogan in the bathroom dropping the N-word like crazy to Jack Nicholson as well, but it's not listed here in IMDb Facts, but I saw it. Um we're going to go ahead and uh, get deep, deep, deep into this terrible horror movie, The Shining. Um, one of the things I guess I'll start with is that <clears throat> is um, when I first saw The Shining, and that was, shit, I don't remember. It was probably on Netflix or something like that when it came in. I remember seeing it because I heard it was a good horror movie. And uh, just really didn't care for it. It was very boring, very long and drawn out. There were just a lot of shots of, I felt like an infomercial to a hotel showing me all the rooms and things that are nice. And sometimes there's naked ladies in the shower. So uh, for me, I didn't truly care for it. Those are some of my thoughts on top. Um, I guess I'll have to start introducing the rest of the panel here. So to start, I would like to go ahead and bring in our first guest here, Bree. Hey, Seth, how's it going? The hostess with the mostess. That's right, I guess so. So Bree, um, what was your first introduction to this movie and what are some of your thoughts here? Ooh, I think my first introduction was probably around like 10 i think i my parents were watching it i just happened to be walking through the hallway and even at the age of 10 as they're like running through the this hotel it's like what the fuck is even going on this makes no sense mm-hmm. why is there a dude in a bear mask giving a blow job it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a good question just absolutely nonsensical mm-hmm. yeah for sure um all right our next guest we have with us ian Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? What about the first time you saw this terrible, terrible movie? And what are some of your thoughts on top? I don't remember. Uh, I th- I think like Bree, it was like a while ago. I, I read the book. The book's actually good. I, I saw the movie and I was like, really? Like, th- this is, is this the same thing? Mm-hmm. I think, it, yeah, it was high school. And it was just, yeah, like you said it perfectly. It was boring. Uh, it was pretty boring and uh, you know i think uh when i was looking up stuff about this movie i realized what would have probably fixed it is if they would have went with who they 
wanted to go with first a true psychotic and that would be uh robin williams instead of jack nicholson if he was the main star of this i think definitely it would have been a better movie they made a bad choice hmm. so um that, that's a good idea i know yeah. it, it is they had it. Huh. it was their idea and i was like you know what that's a winner so um next we will bring in dustin yo hey so when's the first time you've seen this movie and what are some thoughts uh well I actually didn't see this movie uh, until later. And I started watching horror at a really young age. Um, I never wanted to watch the movie uh, to begin with, um, mostly because Stephen King was completely opposed to it altogether. And then when it was released, he absolutely hated it for several reasons. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can think of a few reasons. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, you know, so I, I never wanted to watch it. I don't remember exactly when I finally did sit down and watch it. It was in the late nine, 90s, maybe early 2000s when I finally watched it. It didn't take me long to to realize uh, that I was in for a terrible ride. Um, you know, but oh, I gave it a shot. Oh, Lord. Man, everybody's got the same opinion. It's kind of weird that he got a 4.5 on IMDb. Mm, strange. Yeah. Yeah, I've always heard that. It was always, like, really popular. Uh, what, is that a good yeah. rating on IMDb or something? Yeah, I mean, Supposedly. popular doesn't mean good. I mean, look at all the crap that's coming out. It's now. true. I mean, if you look at uh, it, yeah, I mean, it's not the most popular movie, but the best movie I've seen so far is Batman versus Superman. So, I mean, Ooh, come on. Agreed. I mean, get it together. Yeah, that was a good um, one. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, let me go ahead and bring in Johnny. What's going on? Hey, hey, thanks for having me back, man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, he's a uh, new podcast. I uh, give all the flicks. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good, man. You know, um, and we do give all the flicks. Any any subject you guys want to talk about, call in and let us know. Yeah, yeah. We'll be more than so, happy. So uh, what's your introduction to this movie, and uh, what are some of your thoughts on top? Yeah, you know what, man? It's And it's to, to piggyback off what Dustin was saying earlier, you know, if you go in with uh, high expectations to a movie, you're typically let down always, and, and this was one of those times. I think I was 19 when I had seen it first and I was actually, I was dating a, <laughs> I was dating a girl who was a few years younger than me and her family was Mormon. She wasn't really, but you know, parents were. <laughs> so they walked in on us in the middle of it. In fact, it's the scene where Jack Nicholson walks in on the, uh, a naked old woman in the bathtub. Dude, that part was so went. funny. Yeah, it was, man. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, man, this, this is, this sounds like something that George Carlin would write. Shit. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> it honestly, man, yeah, it's, it, it, it got pumped up a lot, and I don't really understand it because Kubrick has had so many classics, so many masterpieces, and a lot of people state this is his magnum opus. I don't see it. I, I don't know where they're basing this off of. Um, so you know, my first, my first impression was a lot like, a lot like y'all's. It was slow. It was drawn out. It was boring. You know, it's like watching grass grow, paint dry, whatever. It's more like just watching carpet. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not a lot happened. Just really boring. Um, a shot of carpet walls. Yeah, yeah man. I, mean, I, I could have cut an hour of this movie out of the kid riding a bike. Hell yeah! I mean, yeah. exactly. I would have rather watch. Yeah, I would have yeah. rather watched that for an hour. Is that, is that that was too long too. Like it yeah. kept going back it to was. that. I'm just like, nothing's going on. Yeah. You're trying to build the most that just fails. Yeah, I mean, talk about a movie that's uh, you. You watch a horror movie and you anticipate the the score and soundtrack to be incredibly ominous, and mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I just 
it was it was too happy for me. It was too you know it was too upbeat, too peppy. I, know, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't understand why everybody was so sad. I mean, I was kind of on Jack Nicholson's side. Like, yeah, get the extra yeah. that wife and kid, man. Get That's right, man. Out of here. They were boring. I couldn't stand them after the first ten minutes of the movie. So yeah, yeah. yeah they deserve. They had what was coming to them, man. Yeah, they Same. deserve to die, and I hope Same. they burn in hell. Yeah. So, um, next, I guess we're gonna see this trailer. Apparently, we have this queued up, Great. and um, let's see what's going on. Cool, let's have a horrible... I don't suppose they uh, told you anything in Denver about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970? I hired a man named Charles Grady as the winter caretaker. From what I've been told, I mean, he seemed like a completely normal individual. Isn't it his name Johnny? But at some point... Probably. ...during the winter, he must they, have just a different name. A yeah. Maybe it's a, maybe that's one of those trailers that's uh, trying to troll you. See, listen to the music. You see, you hear what I'm talking about? Like this is way too well, fast. Like they need to yeah. sure, Mr. Ullman, that's not. Yeah, way faster than the movie. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tempo, dude. It's just way off. Mom, do you really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter? Sure, I do. It'll be lots of fun. The only thing that can get a bit trying up here during Man, the is, uh, if only this movie was as fun as she actually claimed. That would have been great. If this movie was as good as Popeye, I should yeah, want Shelley Duvall. have to deal with this matter. <laughs> I've been an Oscar winner. What do you die? I killed you again. This, this trailer is definitely this is definitely better than this movie. I mean, yeah, it's gonna but it, even like I'm I'm watching this, I'm like, am I about to watch a sitcom? Like I. Like, this actually looks good. Yeah, it does. And then you watch the movie, and you're severely. <laughs> yeah, the trailer forgot to show us the hour of riding the bike. The riding the bike. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's like a bait and switch. It's like it here's all these cool things that yeah. they do yeah. happen, but only and for like psych. a second. <laughs> yeah, only and then it's like yeah, and, and then like no, you, you get like yeah, like we were talking the not only the the bike thing, but also the everybody's just like just walking around and just staring at the camera, really. So Especially real- Jack Nicholson. I, I, I didn't find it boring like what you guys are talking about. It was a a, a learning experience because essentially what you got to watch uh, was Jack Nicholson completely botch an entire film with the laziest acting um, I've ever seen because he was fresh uh, out of uh, doing uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which was amazing. And um, this is a typical example of when money is just the only thing that they're concerned about. So Kubrick's like, I'll get Jack in here. He can act however he wants. We'll make millions of dollars because people like this guy. And uh, there were several times where he actually forgot his lines. And it looks like because he's trying to act angry that it's part of his distress. When in fact, he just didn't know what the hell he was supposed to say next. And uh, Shelley's reactions those were real. They weren't reactions of being scared. It was out of frustration because she was so sick of dealing with his half-ass acting while she's trying to take the job seriously. In yeah. um, the 20th anniversary edition, there was an interview where she compared working with Jack on that film uh, to a, a spoiled adolescent brat who can just do whatever the hell he wants. And, and she was true? like, he's the main reason I, I don't, I, I didn't want to do movies anymore. But she did Popeye and then she quit. Mm. 
That makes sense. He, I think he, he just overacted. I think that was his issue. He just literally took his role and one flew over to the cuckoo's next and was like, okay, I'm just going to apply it here. Hmm. I think it was just overacted as hell and he just copy pasted his character. Mm. Yeah, this, this the entire the entire story would have gone along just it just the message would have gone along so much easier had everybody really just completely invested in and in wooden acting. You know, I think not it wasn't just him, it was you know, just Shelly Duvall too. And then what was the name of the son again? Um Danny was the actor. Uh, right, but the the act the actor's name. His uh, name's Danny too. Is it Danny? Okay. Wow, so, original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, all of them. Like they, they, they definitely could have. I mean, hell, man, if fucking M Night Shyamalan is notorious for doing that with his actors and his films, that would have been perfect for this movie. They would have just toned it down a little bit. You know, a little more realistic. Come on. I agree. I would actually say one of the worst things this movie did uh, was that you have only one black guy in the movie and his name is Dick and he's the magic black man there to fix all the white people's problems. And so I think that definitely needed to be changed, reworked. And um, yeah, just wasn't. It's pretty racist. That did not work out though. Like, no. no. I, I mean, like we have this whole buildup that he's going to save the day and then yep. nothing happens. He, he yep. just nothing. gets killed. Yep. Like, exactly. Worthless character. Yeah, pretty sad. Bye. Yeah, would that happen? I was, I'm, I'm like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the magic dick back, black. Literally, literally, I was done. I I turned it off. So I'm sorry. I'll I'll, I'll I did not finish. So I don't even know how the oh, movie shit. ends. Oh well, that's probably good. It's for the best. I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, actually, there's actually one real bad guy in all of this, and that's Bree, because you picked this movie yeah. for whatever god awful reason. So explain. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm making you guys suffer with me. Yeah. I'm suffering from being sick, so you all get to suffer with me. Apparently, on top of that, yeah. I had to watch The Shining. Yeah, just uh, what can I say? I'm a one bad hell of guess. a bad day. <laughs> I'm a bad so the reason that I picked this movie is um. Recently, I heard they're actually adopt, uh, adapting one of my favorite Sting, Stephen King novels, and it's uh, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. It's one of his like kind of under-the-radar works, but I think it's honestly one of his best. And I thought, you know, I tried to think about like all the movies that he has been adapted. I mean, Carrie's good, Cujo's fun, I love Salem's Lot. That's getting adapted into a TV show. Really excited for that. And then I thought, Okay, what's one thing that has been adapted pretty poorly? And then I was like, oh shit, the signing. The shining sucked. Yeah. So maybe hopefully, you know, the girl who loved Tom Gordon will be really good and not like the shining. So that's why I picked it. I'm a huge Stephen King fan. And I mean, since we're here to grind on trash horror movies. Oh, true. Perfect. Hey, it's fair. Hey, it's Stephen perfect. King learned a valuable lesson also, uh, by the way, because after that. He uh, he was like, no one. I'm giving no one control over actors, over the script, or anything anymore. You know, but he did Maximum Overdrive. After that, he he did Dude, that the directing. Yeah, that and it was a good yeah. movie. He Love hired it. all the actors. He did the di- the directing, and everything took full control because he saw what you know the big guys do with, with movies. They're you know they're we're here to make millions of dollars. We just need one famous face. And everyone will see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, S- Stephen didn't like that. You know, yeah. no, I'm here to make good movies. 
He that, did the same with the Shining miniseries. Like, there oh, was the miniseries I heard that way was more faithful yeah. to the uh, book, which, again, Ian, you said the book's amazing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, breathing down the shoulders of everybody. He did not mm-hmm. want a bad, another bad one. Well, I guess we need to go around the room and discuss some of this plot. I think it's about that time. Um, if I had to give it a shot in the dark, I would say that the plot is about a man trying to write a book and gets attacked by his family and has to defend himself in the best way possible and chases them with an axe. And um, that's kind of a rough draft of the plot there. Uh, anybody else, what is your time to take on the plot and, you know, kind of go around the room? Let's start with uh, Ian. Why don't you go ahead, man? Okay. Well, um, well, like I said, I don't know how it, how it ends. Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. I, I remember the axe. So Yeah. Don't waste your time with let's see in the end. You can make up your own and it'll yeah, be better. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, Bree, that's a good point. I think it has something to do with popsicles, but I don't know. So something like, like that. In the book, uh, yeah, Dick, the, the black guy, he actually defeats him, and, but the place blows up because the boiler overheats. and um, But that didn't happen this time, so I was just like, that's some bullshit, and I turned it <laughs> off. But I mean, Seth, you pretty much got it. I mean, yeah, they're they're taking over this hotel. But here's the thing. Here's I'm sorry. I you asked the wrong person because I'm really confused about this whole movie. Like, there's there's like a bartender and other people in some scenes. So, oh, yeah, like, are they taking care of this place or are they just guests? Because it seemed like they were just guests to me. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Could so, have been a clan rally. I don't know. It yeah, was. Sorry, I, 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 I like when, when you told me we were doing this movie. Like I, I was going to take notes and be prepared, but it was, I was just having such a hard time watching this, and I just really I wasn't into it. So I, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to ask somebody else for the plot. No, Johnny, why don't you go? For it? Such a bad well, idea. from I mean, just like Ian, I did finish it, but you know. I had to start it over at least probably four times, but from what I recall, uh, or at least what I gathered from it is this, uh, Jack Nicholson plays a writer that's having a hard time coming up with inspiration for a a new book or something new to write. I don't know. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a journalist, writes newspaper articles for the times who fucking knows. Um, and so, yeah, he finds this job where he and his family need to watch over this hotel up in up high up in the mountains and, Colorado and so they get while it's uh while it's all snowed in so he and his family get hired to go up there and they stay for a few months and there apparently was a a murder that happened a couple decades before that um and they basically just the entire movie is just them in the house he uh, Jack Nicholson writes Shelley Duvall screams and Danny rides his tricycle and uh that's pretty much what happens you know they fight uh what I guess a dark spirit that's at the hotel or something. It's uh, it, it's just it's really pointless, you know. A lot of classic great horror films never waste a shot. They never waste a framing a frame shot at all. I would say at least ninety percent of the shots in this movie were just they weren't needed. It was just a waste of space. Um, Which is really insane because he also shot a bunch of stuff in here. So uh, let me give it over to you, John. Say that one more time. Sorry, I, didn't. I think it was dogs were barking. Yeah, I got a mess back here, Johnny. You go ahead. For- okay, uh, yeah, yeah, keep going. Um, yeah, no, no. So, so basically, yeah, they. It's supposed to be about 
you know, isolationism and the, the horrors that come with that. And I don't know, maybe something here and there about child abuse and stuff. See, um, that, that's, they didn't really do a good job of portraying it. What? I'm sorry to interrupt. That, that's where I'm confused uh, is because like, uh, yeah, we get this idea is like they're being isolated, but yeah, there's kind no of there. you kind of. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, you know me. Hell, Ian, we talked about this on my show last week. You know, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, isolationist horror movies in general, yeah. normally. Um, and this is obviously no exception. Um, but yeah, but, I just. I don't know. Are there, but there's other people. So that, that's. Yeah. I'm so confused. it, it, yeah, it doesn't make much sense, does it? And I, I, I guess I, you know, I don't understand. It's kind of like, it's like Inception, you know, it's like, was he, was he dreaming the whole time? Did they actually ever go up there? Was it real? Huh. Was it not? Um, Wait. You know, because they show the, they show that picture at the end of him at the hotel, you know, a hundred years earlier. You're getting close. Get that. You're getting close. I to didn't the get that whatsoever. So. Wait, are, are the, there's Dustin, to if you know either? better, by all means, please jump in. Yeah, go ahead, Dustin. Yeah, uh, so I paid very close attention to it, and yeah, they were trying to take it in a different direction than the book. Essentially, if, if they had delivered this correctly, it would have been great. So the movie is actually about um, addiction, and um, so everything in it is not real. What it's about is we're watching a man who uh, starts getting go, getting heavy into his alcoholism. Now, when people who drink all day, every day, there's something that happens called um, alcohol insanity, which causes hallucinations, uh, amongst other things. The cover is all this supernatural stuff, but none of that was ever actually happening at all. Yes, he was mm. there attending to a hotel. He was never writing a book or anything. He just thought he, he needed to because his addiction was making him think he had important productive things he needed to do when in reality um uh, he was just diving deeper and deeper into his addiction which ultimately led to him at the end when he's just frozen dead this isn't a spoiler if you haven't seen the movie by now I i'm sorry you're 30 late yeah. 30 years late to it's the your game. own fault <laughs> right but, yeah, yeah. but but the entire movie was to show the progression of what alcohol does to you um it, you know, and, and all of its effects when you get alcohol insanity. Um, and, and that's the plot of the of the entire film is watching the madness of a man completely lose his mind from his addiction. Well, you know, I That's think if they made everybody who had alcohol addiction at AA watch this movie, they'd all be cured of it. So I think it might have been worth something. Boom. So, yeah, it would make rehabs obsolete. Yeah. Wait, well said, so well said. were you, so what you're saying is that nothing is real in this movie. Like I mean, that's what all is in real, head? really? I mean, I mean, we are. The only thing that's right? real is that he's exactly. there and he's an alcoholic and he's just watching a hotel everything else so is just you guys are in. digging like way too deep into this all right i don't think we're going no, deep this enough was the, actually. Actually. This was the actual on, script they just delivered it poorly and now everyone thinks it's a supernatural because that, that does movie. happen in the book but like the no, movie i know that's what i said they tried like, to, they tried to completely yeah. change the book together and that's not uncommon for uh, when directors and writers are making a script they want to completely change the whole book and that's why fans get so angry because they're like, 
I mean, it didn't follow the book at all. What, no, what, not at all. Yeah. yeah. But you know. so there no, you guys again are just like analyzing too much. The reason this movie exists is so Stanley Kubrick can explain that he create like created the moon landing footage. Have you guys heard, not looked I into the symbolism that. of that? I, I, no, no, I haven't heard that one yet. All right, so that whole like unnecessary like trike riding vi like portion again unnecessary. If you notice, Danny's wearing a sweater with the rocket and the moon, right? Mm. If you like a look at the carpet and you take a look at the design, that black portion that does like you know the shape thing, kind of looks a lot like a landing zone. I'm just saying. You know, again, this movie, it's not actually a true adaption. It's a way for Stanley Kubrick to admit he faked the moon landing. Yeah, I, he always wanted to be an astronaut as a kid, I would assume. Exactly. So, I'm just, why do you think he followed this up with 2001 a Space Odyssey? Good point. Uh, Good point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Solid point. Uh, Ian, it looks like you got a lot to think about with this one, man. Yeah. Like you lost the barrel. <laughs> I, you right? I, I just, like, I don't know. This, this is more than like i thought about like i'm I'm just hearing some really crazy stuff that's blowing your i mind. don't know yeah kind of uh, like I'm, I'm still i'm still stuck on this like uh, so like none of those people were real though i mean that now breeze bringing up something about like boom landing that right is just, uh, but i i'm I, I want to do one thing at a time so none now, of those for that people matter were real. i might as well just say this is the origin story of the punisher so I mean, wow. you know, what? Um, yeah, family dies, and he comes out out of the ice after a couple of years, and he starts killing criminals. I mean, that's there it. You go. That's, that's that's the real. Or sure. hear me yeah. out. Yeah, it's a prequel thing. to the Punisher. There you go. <laughs> Where the Punisher chops up his family, or tries to. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that might be it. I mean, if we're just gonna go for it. Uh, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Again, uh, your your idea is better than what it actually was. So yeah, yeah, it's true. I could rewrite this movie. I'm pretty sure. In fact, I could reshoot this movie in way less time. So in fact, anybody can. Um. So yeah, that's true. Favorite scenes. Why don't we get into that? We've done our plot digging. Uh, let's dig around. I know it's tough. I mean, if anything, for me, my favorite scene was probably the opening where we saw the landscape. I mean. Yeah, the train was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it that. Country land. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That was I thought it was boring. It's hard not to fuck that up. So, yeah, I don't know. That's me. Um, Johnny, we'll start with you. What are your favorite scene? Uh yeah. I mean, God, where to start? That is a really tough one. In fact, you you took mine. Um, so that that was it was yeah, it was a great opening. You know, great view really? of the Rockies there. Yeah, man. I mean. I mean, as far as shots of landscapes go, it was, I would think it was fairly pretty. I don't know. For me, you know, I, I still kind of, yeah, I, we always talk about the, the one line zingers or anything. And I think there's a lot of, there's a fair amount of quotable lines in this movie. So I can appreciate that. Um, I've always loved the scene where, you know, uh, Johnny's going, going, Jack Nicholson's character is going crazy. And he, you know, bashes that hole in the door, sticks his head and goes, honey, I'm home. And then the here's Johnny line. Those are always, those are just funny. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I mean, I think earlier when I was talking on, I wasn't even making a joke when I said the trailer, Oh, it makes it look like a sitcom. 
obviously a little bit, but I think there were actually parts in this movie that were deceptively funny and people just didn't even notice it because it was billed as this horror movie. Mm. So, yeah. Well, hasn't Kubrick just made comedies? Like that's like, I thought so. I mean, when I, I mean, clockwork orange, like, come on. Yeah. 2001. I mean, what, I mean, obviously comedies. Yeah, it is. It's fucking hilarious, (laughs) man. Like he's a, he's a good comedic script writer. He's a good comedic director. You know, I don't know which one of those he, he actually wrote, but you know, well done. There you go. All right. Uh, Bree, why don't you go ahead? Favorite scene? The credits. Perfect. As the names finally <laughs> just start rolling. Yeah. The yeah. credits, honestly. Yeah. Just when you know I was just like, it's like, and, and oh my God, face, it's a relief. Uh, there's that face that he makes yeah. before, before the end. He's like, when he's frozen, he's like, Ugh. even then, <laughs> still credits. I, I'm sorry. I was just like, it was just like that instant relief. Like, you're like, oh my God, it's finally over. You know, when you're watching like a really bad movie and you're like, oh God, I just please end. Yeah. <laughs> That was that relief washing yes. over me as those names start to roll. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's it's awesome. over. Uh, Dustin, what about you? Um, that, mine's sort of similar because there was relief. Um, and it all had to do with uh, Jack Nicholson. My favorite scene is when he was actually frozen stiff and dead. And because at that point, I knew um, he, he'd finally shut the hell up. Um, he ran his mouth the entire time with the worst acting I've ever seen. He almost lost his career because of it. And the only job in that entire film that he did good was playing dead. And I knew he wasn't going to say anything else because he was dead. So, and that, that was it. That was, that was my, my relief of the film is I didn't have to listen to his crockamalaka half-ass acting for sure yeah for real the rest of the time ah, i hear that uh um, I, I mean I, I mean danny uh the best acting in the film was when danny was riding his tricycle around the hallways preach preach i thought it was maybe when he was just sitting there with his mouth open like yeah no yeah, i, I love that that's the best one <laughs> that might have been the best one but it's arguable it's definitely arguable um Ian, what about you? Favorite scene? So, I well, yeah, it's definitely that that bathroom scene where the naked chick comes out and starts making out with him because, of course, yeah, naked chick. Of course, you gotta yeah. gotta make out with her. <laughs> but then, uh, then she turns it old, and I just like lost my shit. Like that, that was, was a funny scene. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was so hilarious, man. <laughs> Oh my god! And she just starts laughing at him, and like, <laughs> and then we're both laughing at him because I'm laughing at him now too. Just Dude, like, I, I don't know that. I thought that old lady was kind of high. I, I'd, uh, you know, those tits were Yeah, off. and and you can yeah. do both. You can do it while you're laughing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you can do both. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, multitasking is always good. Um. All right. So we've gone into our favorite scenes. So now, um. Prequel, sequel, what do we do? What happens? Actually, this movie did actually have a sequel. Like 20 years later, it got like a sequel. So there was that. Uh, way better than this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, if you want to do your own version of a sequel, prequel, reboot, whatever, uh, maybe a crossover, a spinoff, um, well, go ahead and start with Ian. Go ahead. Why don't you give us one of yours? 
Okay. Well, yeah. So I just, I I don't know. Um, So there's this whole idea of just like, and the, um, the, there's a party, and it shows like him as a party. So it's basically after the end when he freezes to death. It's just the party. People are just like, where'd Johnny go? And and then I don't know. I I I just I I couldn't take this movie seriously. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't come up with something. But um, <laughs> I was just like, this is just such bullshit. Um, like I I, st- I started kind of thinking about that, but it just didn't make sense. So I mean, I, I could probably think of something, but. All right, um, Dustin. What about you, man? Uh, well, I have two. The first one would be um, a prequel, and the prequel would be them realizing they shouldn't make the movie, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> the, uh, and then my other idea is actually a complete remake. Give Stephen King full control and do it how he knows it should be done. Didn't they do that? The miniseries, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not like the miniseries. Uh, okay, cool. that, that, as a movie, it's different. That actor, yeah, I it, it like was good. What are you talking about? Played Jack. I just, I, oh, yeah. Uh, he was also in that movie, like Doctor Jekyll and Miss Hyde. How could you take him seriously after that kind of movie? That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> You're a winner. All right, um, Bree, why don't you go with you? Okay. Uh, I also want a prequel to explain what the fuck is going on. Mm. Uh, like Ian, like who the fuck are these people? Like we found out through dialogue, okay, they were here in the past. So did they die? Are they bumming it in the hotel? Like who the fuck are these people? I need a prequel to explain. What, what do you mean they on. died in the past? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. No, like why? Why did you well, say that? There is no past. No, he was I'm drunk saying... the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did. Do they even exist? Like, I just need a prequel. So confusing. Maybe you I, just do a movie that's the actual moon landing. How about that? Yeah, or that. Yeah, <laughs> just Stanley Kubrick just come out and make that show the actual footage of you doing the moon landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the prequel. <laughs> That'd be the uh, prequel. There we go. Then we wouldn't need this movie. Yeah. And so off actually the moon that's shining at night. Yeah. So is this is this supposed to be like he did? Do the moon landing? Like, what is, is that? What you were trying to say? Stanley Kubrick is basically getting it off his chest and letting everybody know that he's the one who shot the footage of Neil Armstrong, supposedly on the moon. He's the one who. And he did that, that with Danny. Through like the whole movie, there's like a bunch of like little really hints to basically. It's like him like subtly saying. Yeah, that was my job. But he can't say it because he's probably under an NDA through the uh, government. Yeah, definitely. You can't just come but, out and say, oh, yeah, we kill him moon landing. That. Yeah. Really? Fucking like CIA yeah. would so, be all up So on he it. did the moon landing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. just... I just was... another terrible idea. It's the moon. Who the hell know. wants to look at that? Could be the best idea. <laughs> we don't know yet. Um, Johnny, what about you? You yeah, you know, I think mine was a little different this week. I kind of actually wanted to see, <laughs> kind of wanted to see a bit of a, maybe a bit of a reality series on something like this. Mm. Uh, I was checking out uh, Halloween H2O 
uh, the other day, <laughs> and I was like, "That's a good movie." That's oh, a yeah, good movie. <laughs> it is. I'm glad that you got that one. Did you like the framework of that movie? Yeah. Hey, it's way it's way better than The Shining, so that's for damn sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I just. Yeah. I think it'd be cool, especially in because the only way in a horror movie, if you're in a house that large. And it's completely just riddled with if it's supposed to be demons or a ghost or fucking whatever, or a bunch of a cult, whatever it is, you know, there's strength in numbers. So let's see something where it actually gives these these protagonists a chance and let's throw a bunch of people in there. Let's not tell them who the bad guy is. Let's let them figure it out. Uh, you know, make it into a game of clue, but on steroids and, you know, everybody dies. Among us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I'd like to see something like that. I think it would uh, definitely would have made it more entertaining. I certainly would have watched it. Hmm. Not begrudgingly. Um, I guess mine would be in the vein of a prequel where uh, a bunch of white people come down to Colorado and give COVID or chicken box to a bunch of Native Americans. And we see. We see how that happened. That would probably be a good basis. The sequel, of course, would be Jack Nicholson being thought out and having a skull shirt and fighting crime all through the rock mountains um that would probably be a seat uh, that's, that's a good that's, idea that i actually, I actually yeah. do really like that yeah that, that, that would definitely be the sequel Punisher, huh? uh for sure you and gotta you gotta replace that actor though and he would actually have to end up killing the ultimate bad guy which is danny when he's an adult so we gotta get rid Damn, of that's good. Power. so um for sure because uh mutant powers are unaccepted we're not taking that and yeah. uh then you get fuck out um, all right, so I think I gave you a prequel and a sequel there. And um, ratings, let's go ahead and rate the movie. Uh, I'm sitting at a 0.5 star. Uh, we'll do it out of That's five, high. just like IMDb oh. did. Uh, you know, so they gave it a 4.5. I'll just give it a 0.5. I mean, I did have a good giggle, but that's about it. Um, Bree, we'll start with you. What about you on the rating? Wait, for oh, wait, 0.5 what? 0.5 out of five. No, so point five, the... decimal five, less than one. What are we talking about? <laughs> of what? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, half a star for the um, the rub down Jack Nicholson got in the bathroom. There you go. Hell oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> okay. Brie. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, just one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, usually I like ad film adaptions, like for example, like the movie Jaws, right? Jaws is a great example of taking a book and making the movie better. Mm. And, uh, they just failed to do it with this movie. You know, I was just really disappointed as a Stephen King fan. Uh, acting was terrible. Um, yeah, I was just really let down. And for that, honestly, I just got to give it a rating of... One hour wasted on this movie that I will never get back. I got you. I got you. Uh, let's see. Ian, we'll go with you. So here's the thing. I was going to rate it real low. Like one uh, hilarious chick in the bathtub. But I don't know. Dustin said some stuff that like made some sense to me. Like you tell me, like, so was she not real? His wife? No, no. Well, I guess her too, yeah. but the naked girl in the bathroom. 
Right. No, all of that was part of the insanity that was happening from his addiction. Actually, I think the girl in the bathtub was the only real one, and everything else was a hallucination. That's very possible. Mm. Okay, but okay. Or they're but, aliens. I'm just saying, moon landing. You know what? There could have been aliens. I actually, you know what? In fact, Lady was an alien who transfers from old to young. She's in the time loop. That's right. She's the alien. Oh yeah. shit! That explains the photograph at the end. Yep. There you go. Holy shit! <laughs> what what photograph at the end? What was? I mean, photograph? you wouldn't know because you didn't finish it. But yeah, just, you should have yeah. finished it. Doesn't the end. It doesn't finished. make sense. It's like a time travel. I don't travel want thing. to though. Like that's Wait, the thing. Don't worry about it. No, don't worry about it. But uh, any, anyway, um, yeah, all this talking like like the best movies are are like where we find out that they're not real at the same time. Like so, if, if that's all hallucination, that actually I like that. So if none of it's real, it's all in his head. I'm starting to like this movie now. So yeah, maybe I will rewatch that. it with that in mind, and then I'll just I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Like, watch the 20th anniversary collector's edition, and it has all the interviews with the directors and and the uh, actors, and and. They actually break down exactly what they were trying to pull off, and it this mm. it's a movie about alcoholism and addiction, um, and they explain it thoroughly. It was just delivered poorly, and so now it's just known to everyone as a supernatural thriller. That's really like, cool. I feel like Dustin has a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Charlie conspiracy theory board in his basement about this movie <laughs> and has connected all the dots yeah. about Well, it, he makes sense. Though. And it's like, impressive. It's actually very impressive. And I and I give you the respect and kudos. I like I mean that makes me like the movie so much better. You blow my mind here, sir. I have to say. Well, I mean, actually that that's really cool. And uh yeah, so I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. I I like that a lot. So mm. it was just like it was all hallucination. He was just by himself, maybe with or without the naked girl. But actually, Ian, I think you sound so confused that you might be an alien on this planet, and you're not sure what's going on at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do now. Who okay. hell is this? Uh, well, you guys keep talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, to keep it short, I I like this a lot. So I'm I'm gonna give it a five a five out of five. Damn! Okay, cool. Come yeah. on, man. This is, this yeah. is good now. Yeah. I, I actually really like this now. What? I mean, yeah. you haven't even finished it. If yeah, you haven't finished it. How do you like it? Good point. How? You, because yeah, thing. They you were know what? Not, That's the best. They were way. in his head the whole time. That's amazing. But you know what? He just never disappointed. You know what? That's the way you should watch movies. Watch it to the point where you're like, okay, this might get bad. Stop and give it a five out of five rating. If you watch oh. all movies like that. All movies will be good, you know. Even if you watch, well, movies, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Though. I'm, sure, I'm saying this is actually good now. Make sure though that you go around and write reviews on Amazon and everywhere else about how great it is, but also mark down how much time you spend actually watching the movie. You know what? Whether I just, it's ten minutes or an hour and twenty. I just realized something. There's a lot of scenes where it just shows Johnny like sitting there by himself, not moving, just like on the tip of his bed just like staring at the camera and he could be just like imagining everything else that's happening this isn't so the even next happening scenes, right now yeah, yeah played out in his head okay exactly. yeah that's brilliant uh, i'm just sitting uh, uh, i'm just sitting looking landing. at a wall 
in reality right now. I'm not yeah, even talking yeah. to you guys. You're just figments yeah. of my imagination. It's true. I think I'm a figment of my own imagination. Don't make fun of me. Like, come it, on. No. We're not making fun of you. I mean, you're making a little fun of me right now. You're another guest. Doesn't matter. You're not the host. By giving it a five out of ten, that's you did it to yourself. Ian, you got to watch your fucking mouth, sir, because you're on movies so bad they're good. And this yeah. podcast doesn't tolerate nonsense. I, I think it's yeah. so good. As, I think it's so good. as great now. Well, to be I honest, to be you can't call honest. five out of ten great. What yeah. the heck? No, no, five out of five. It's five. We did five ratings. I was going off ah, IMDb gotcha. rating of five. Well, then that's yeah. even worse. But what is it? It's five. What? What? Oh, what? Uh, yeah, five. Five. You know things that are in his head. Hallucinations. <laughs> five hundred times. Sorry. We saw the <laughs> All right. Um, I, so I, th- I think that, yeah, we're really on this open here. Mm. So we got mm-hmm. mine. We got Breeze. We got Ian's, right? So we got uh, Dustin and John. No, I think we got Dustin and Ian's, right? No, well, I, I am giving my rating it. No, you yeah, have. Okay. Guessing. We'll save you for the end because you'll be the most interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Give us your rating. Uh, oh, going out? No, Johnny. Yours okay. is be the most interesting. We'll save you for the last to take us okay. home. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, honestly, this out of because you know i, I I've, tr- I've tried to watch it a few times you know and you know i i got through obviously i had to start and stuff, why why more than once because you have to i mean think about I'm, it I'm it's, it's one it of those once. it's one of those movies that always gets it's always talked about as one of the greatest horror movies ever and in some people's cases it's one of the greatest movies ever and stuff I, but and I, this is one of the top I can see that two now. most okay well i'm glad <laughs> that you can see it but i can't maybe one day you can explain it to me because this is one of the two most overrated movies of all time between this and the fucking english patient okay the They're, what the english patient uh oh, yeah. the, these are both just I I, I I don't even want to go into. I'll just I'm just going to end up. I don't know. This movie doesn't doesn't I, touch one of the best horror movies I've ever seen, which is Freddy versus Jason. So I don't know. Ooh, what this boom. Yeah. yeah, and Jason Ten. I just saw that the other night for the in first space. time. In Amazing. space, upgrade baby. Yeah, that was yeah. entertaining. Everything in space is oh, good. Better. Yeah, I would, in space. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give this though. Honestly, I'll, I'll give it two unnecessarily just odd girls, just the twins. Mm, I didn't yeah. get it. Like what? What's creepy about that? In fact, if anything, I, I don't know. If anything, it was just funny. You know, out of nowhere, it was funny. It'd be great to have it at the house. You know, maybe yeah. I'd be able to wash dishes and stuff together. You there know, you get mow the grass outside. Oh great. yeah. You just but, you, he's just riding his bike, and then out of nowhere, there's these two kids that's who just clearly play. Have checked in. That yeah, they just want to play, yeah, and they don't. Daddy, this is so you're like you're something's going on. Like, is this supposed to be like? Like ominous, like something horrible is going to happen at the end. Oh, I think it's just a couple kids having a, a fun time outside, you know, yeah. playing cops and robbers, whatever. They're just it's playing just unnecessary. Hotel. Yeah, but Stupid like, hotel. what what if we go back to a theory that it's all in his head, and that they were just imaginary? Then it's ridiculous. Then he needs to be in an insane asylum. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm just, well, yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe he is the whole time. It's possible. Maybe- Possible. Well, there was the cuckoo's nest. All the shit he's imagining. There you go. Oh, oh shit! Okay. So it's a prequel. Uh, yeah. It just—they tried to be scary in so many scenes, Damn, and it just—it just, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. It just, as we've been talking about, it was just comical. It's hilarious it in certain spots. It's weird. It's, uh, mm. Dustin, why don't you give us a rating? Uh, so I'm gonna elaborate. Um, because my rating is gonna be a little bit higher than you would expect, but there's <laughs> uh good reason. I'm giving it. Uh, three Jack Nicholson receding hairlines out of five. Oh, that's perfect. Um, 
All right. So the concept and the idea of the movie is fantastic. Mm -hmm. The delivery was poor. Now, all of these things that you guys are mentioning that don't make sense and two random kids and all of that, those were the attempts to show you that all of this randomness and confusion is from his addiction. Okay, because things don't make sense when you're insane, especially if it's induced from alcohol. Uh, So had they delivered it, I would, you know, and everyone had done a good job and Jack Nicholson, you know, actually gave a shit, you know, then it might have been pulled off appropriately. Um, But, you know, uh, it it failed miserably. But like I said, his his seating hairline was so epic. I gave it an extra star for that. It deserved Uh, it. and, And for and for the effort, you know, it took time and effort to make the movie. So. Uh, just not on Jack Nicholson's behalf. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to bring my my rating back down to to at least four because of okay. yeah, Jack Nicholson was really bad in that. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'll have to say that it's been good being doing this episode for movies so bad they're good. It's been a lot of fun. But uh, before we end it, I think Ian here, you got a you got a message to tell everyone. And so why don't you go ahead and um, you know, bring us out? Uh, yeah, the moon landing was was fake, and April Fools. Oh, <laughs> wait, April Fools on the moon landing being fake? Uh, April Fools, yeah. Um, wait, whatever you fake. want. Wait, the moon is actually real. It's not a man's head made of it's cheese. It's made out of cheese, man. <laughs> no, I, well, I saw the Wallace and Gromit one time. So <laughs> I'm sure there's lizard creatures that live there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this was a fun little April Fool's thing. Um, I mean, yeah, we either have people watching this. Well, everybody probably stopped watching this after like five probably. minutes. After we were trying to convince <laughs> them that... <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're all laughing and trying to hold trying back not smiles. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that, there, there's some. No one made it this far. They're all making hate comments, and then, and <laughs> oh yeah, the end. We lost a bunch of subscribers. Uh, <laughs> don't even record the Patreon episode. We don't need it. We have no subscribers. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I forget to tell y'all. We we gotta do some Patreon after this, Woo-hoo. but uh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, th- thanks for y'all for joining. Um, Seth is actually, well, yeah, we, we see him now. He's who's next podcast. Uh, yeah, th- thanks for, for doing this. Uh, for uh, a problem. Going along with, with my crazy scheme. Oh, it was easy because uh, <laughs> I actually hate this movie, so I just got to sell my real feelings. Seriously? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dustin actually does hate this movie. <laughs> he might. Yeah, I actually don't like the movie. It's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I did read the book first before I saw this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it, and then I watched the movie, and then I was like, "This is this is insane." But uh, over, yeah. over the years, I actually I I really do enjoy it more the, the more times I see it. It's mm-hmm. really yeah. cool. You just hate watch it until you like it. That makes sense. <laughs> hate, hate watch. <laughs> well, no, Kubrick is my favorite director of all time, and uh, and, and like cinematically, like. The aesthetics is just actually amazing. The camera but, shots. Uh, any of any of his, yeah, any yeah. of his films are always going to be aesthetically pleasing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's always well done. But um, 
Yeah, we we man, Seth, you rush us through this episode so quick. We're not even at an hour yet. Hey, that's not bad. Most of your episodes are only an hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't rushing. I was like my. Sometimes I'm a more concise. I have whatever punchline I want to give to the point, and that's it. Yeah. Um. Because it's hard to expand on how bad a movie is when you don't really believe it. Yeah. So, like, I think that's the thing <laughs> like, you ran into here. You can't blame me for rushing, yeah. you know, and I'm not going to just keep piddling same stuff. So, like, I'm going through people. You, you're definitely more professional than I am. <laughs> and to clarify, Jack Nicholson did, did do a good job. That that was the one. That <laughs> yeah. I yeah. liked about I liked oh, about it. Oh, I, oh, I, I didn't yeah. like the movie, but Jack Nicholson, obviously – He's great at playing. Yeah, I love, I love how you you like blamed his acting on Shelley Duvall, yeah. like because Such like a stone cold yeah. bitch. I couldn't concentrate. I, I'll say this though one one of the things a true criticism of this movie that I, I kind of give to Stephen King is when I was reading through some of the notes and stuff, he he said like how he felt like one of the issues he had with Jack Nicholson's character, and I'm not saying it's an issue with Jack Nicholson. I mean, it's probably the way he was directed. But he felt like he was an asshole to Shelly the the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. not not just at the house and it started changing him. And Stephen King said that originally his concept was that he started changing at the house. Yeah. So that's fair. But I mean again, it's how you want to interpret it. So but like Shelly was genuinely time. like a little traumatized because she was yeah. being essentially verbally abused throughout the entire film and would have mm-hmm. panic attacks because she just ha- couldn't handle all of the screaming and cursing that was happening at her all the time. And it was manufactured from my understanding. Cause they weren't really mad. They were trying to pull a performance out of her from how I've been reading, right. how it's been explained, which is, I mean, like, I guess that's the way to go about it, but it sounds not mm-hmm. fun, but I mean, um, whatever. You know, but I mean, I was just saying, I, I remember reading some of Stephen King's criticism about it. That was one of the things that I was like, I can see your point with that. You know, like, oh, absolutely. That, yeah. That's old school <laughs> directing. Like Alfred Hitchcock loved to use real things to bring true fright out. Yeah. So, like, you know, the birds, Psycho. he literally threw 20 crazy rabid birds at this woman. <laughs> and that's her really freaking out because she was actually being pecked over and over by. You know, fifty crazed birds. Yeah, well, that's not actually the point I was making. The point I was oh. making is about Jack Nicholson that his character was kind of an asshole to Shelley from right. the car ride on. Yeah. When Stephen King said yeah. initially his idea was that his behavior started changing at the house. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a character fair, development. That's a, a fair a, criticism like of right. that I felt like from Stephen King. Is all his list of complaints right. are long though with that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just I mean, one of them yeah. that I was like, uh, I kind of makes it. If I if I'm gonna be actual critical in the movie, and then that's not even critical, it's, it's really just a choice. So, yeah. But no, it's uh, it's been good. So, do you want to? Uh, you're hosting now, Ian. So, are we doing plugs? And you got something about a sneak peek? So, go for it, buddy. Well, well, actually, no. I'm I'm gonna skip sneak peek because like all of the this this week I, i've recorded a bunch of episodes and they're all oh, just God. like kind of out of order so i'm not sure what will come up after this but uh yeah well uh so yeah seth did a great job as, as host yes. better, better than me for sure 
but uh, yeah, so we do go back to uh, an old first podcast I was on was maybe so bad they're good. So that was correct. And uh, it, was, it was me and Seth, another guy, Ryan, and we, we made fun of a bunch of bad movies. And then now I'm here. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad you, you could take the reins yeah. uh, again. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, check out Johnny. I don't give a flick, mm-hmm. uh, as always. Um, yep. Oh, some- and, uh, who's next podcast? We did just cover the Batman. I got to watch it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm, actually- yeah, I'm gonna go see. That. Yeah, we yeah, are. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say I'm gonna go see it tomorrow, but with by the t- this yeah. episode will come out on like April Fools. Did so y'all? It's like that, it'll be weeks old by then, so everybody will be like, "Oh yeah, well, you, you, you just so now weeks. talking about Batman." Yeah, I'm, it's true. For weeks. <laughs> I'm done with this, Batman. Though. I'm not gonna go see that movie. I thought I did. I'm just speaking of uh, Jack Nicholson movies, though. Uh, one big inspiration for this Batman movie is uh, Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I didn't remember reading that. And it really I shows. I rewatched that. Does I, it? Okay. Really it really does show. Yeah, but I just I just rewatched Chinatown again a couple weeks ago. So I'm that'll be rewatch fresh. that as soon as we get done with this. Yeah, I watched it right before I went to see the Batman when I heard about it. I was curious because uh, I never did actually watch Chinatown. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was a good watch. Was, Let's say, what did you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I definitely liked the, the slow kind of delve into how things just get kind of bigger and bigger and then this kind of shocking end to it um there's some inspiration of that in batman you'll see but okay uh, i'm not saying much more i mean i don't want to if if you want to hear more listen to seth uh who's next podcast yeah yeah oh they pulled a lot from uh, a couple comic stories too so we got into that oh nice yeah i i'm feeling there's like court of the owls it sounds like court of the owls no nope nope, nope, i I don't even want to name the comics right now because uh, i think it's a plot points yeah good yeah all right well uh we'll we'll talk a little bit more during the patreon so stick around but for, for those who uh don't give us money you won't be able to see it so you won't no. <laughs> get, give us money to get the free Stop content more yeah, yeah. yeah. Or give us All money topic i'm sorry to interrupt but yeah, I, I i i just had a curiosity since we're talking about jack nicholson what is everyone's favorite jack nicholson Ooh. movie i'll start that's... with mine mine's wolf hmm. okay that. as good as it gets for me i would have to say really that, yeah, yeah that, that's a good one. He's got a lot of great ones, but it, it, it's about as good as it'll get. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a Batman head, so I kind of sure. would lean towards uh, 89. But honestly, I just watching Chinatown was good. And of course, The Shining, I think, is, is I think The Shining. I think The Ugh. Shining is actually one of the more interesting ones because you really see him by yeah, himself. Sure doing mm-hmm. stuff like being interesting yeah. almost alone and, and a lot of things yeah. I mean, he does interact with some hallucinations and such but there's a lot of it where he's like on his own you know and yeah yeah it's interesting there's a lot of you know that so he was really yeah. able to flex his chops for sure mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say the shining or probably actually um i lost it <laughs> <laughs> the Departed, or yes, The Departed. Yeah, yeah was well, also another one that's up there. Thinking, sure. I was thinking Departed too, actually. Yeah. But yeah. It's all, all uh, Bree, how about you? The Shining. I mean, I showed you guys my tattoo. I love the movie. Uh, yeah, like sure. you said, uh, yeah. I mean, I even got to recreate his. Like I showed you guys too. I got to recreate that scene when he's breaking down the door. You mm. know, he really got to show like a bunch of different spectrums of acting. I loved him. 
Nice. Okay, cool. Um, well, I guess what we'll end it here right at the hour mark. This is our shortest episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Surprising, considering we all most of also, also really fun, really fun episode too. Well, um, yeah, honestly I though, an this. April Fool's episode should probably be your shortest episode. Either that or three hours long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just half the day. Yeah. <laughs> just twenty four hours of Ian talking. Man, I don't know if anyone's gonna realize it was a joke. There's like people like throwing shit out the window right now. <laughs> Myself Although included. it would be impressive if you could do a three-hour just shit dump on a, a movie like The Shining, <laughs> it'd be impressive. I don't know if I'd listen to it, but it'd be impressive. All right. <laughs> um, if anybody uh, is interested in um, taking care of your fish or uh, other aquatic pets, check out Dustin's YouTube channel. Your your tap water is crap. Nice and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll be here. Well, I, I hope you all have a, <laughs> an amazing day. Yes. And uh, you should also go out and uh, prank people. And uh, if I actually, I, that will be our topic for the Patreon. So check us out there. Okay. Cool. All right. Take it easy. Yep. My Bye. kids and I are going ding dong ditching right now. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Later.